Dave Montgomery like to welcome you guys to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Mr. James Michaels. How are you doing, James? Just fine. How are you, Raymond? I'm doing good. And I have Mr. Kirk Dykeman. How are you doing, Kirk? I am doing just fine myself. All right. I wanted to bring you guys on the podcast because James as the uh, VP of uh, Programs and Kurt as the Rehabilitation Manager of our Center for Visionary Solutions for the Blind. I just wanted to talk to you guys about, you know, the current state of things as they stand with the uh, COVID-19 pandemic as it goes on and our mission to uh, continue to train individuals who are blind and visually impaired and provide those necessary uh, services. So, uh, James, I'm going to start with you. Uh, so what are some of the things the Rehab Center is doing right now to continue to provide services? Okay. Well, I'm just, I'd first like to kind of go back to, uh, okay. if you don't mind, Raymond, a little bit about okay. when we decided to uh, postpone face-to-face services to clients. So it was a it was a tough decision, and this was when the COVID-19 um outbreak really started taking hold and um, started moving, you know, uh, a lot more, uh, a lot more cases here in, in Indiana and uh, just the world, you know, nationwide here in the United States. So what we ended up making that decision was is we really, we serve a good number of uh, senior citizens, uh, over 500 last year. And we were worried, you know, our, our staff was, was um you know we of course our staff was concerned about themselves but they were really honestly they were more worried about taking something and possibly not knowing it to one of our clients so so much of the training that you do in in vision rehabilitation is hand over hand training so we we made that decision that we were going to to uh postpone services at least until the the health status of the country improves and until we get to you know some some more guidance from the CDC and, and the health department in the state of Indiana. So it was a tough decision. And right away that first week, as soon as we made that decision, we reached out to all of our uh, open clients, which is about 300 clients. And we didn't just reach out to tell them we were, we were uh, gonna have to cancel and reschedule. We did a needs assessment. We asked them, how are you doing? Is there anything that, that we can do to help you through this? Because it's a scary time for, for anyone and for folks who are visually impaired when some you know, transportation or maybe a support network uh, could use to be improved upon. We, we were very concerned about that. So right away, we, we, we did a lot of, uh, of calls and just making sure everyone was okay, our open clients. So yeah, since definitely. that time, we, we we started out with a uh, we we had a support line um, telephone number that we we established and we got that going right away. That was our initial our initial first reaction to have an emotional support line um, in, a, in a group every week that we where our clients can meet and talk about how they're doing. Okay. So so what are you guys doing right now? What kind of challenges right now are you facing to continue to provide services? Well, we um, the 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 thing that we're looking at is how can we provide services in a virtual, either through a, a Zoom platform or through telephonic means. And we do feel that we're we developed some some 
projects and some classroom work that where we could really do we do think we can provide effective training in that format now that's not our preferred format but it is an effective format and we're finding that that it is something that we can do right away when all this started happening the very next week we had a zoom classroom up and we were doing some uh some training with some of our rehab center clients and um then we also had a conference line available where we could have um, an emotional support group. Now we started two of those every week. So anytime anybody would like to participate in our emotional online support group, that is on Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. The telephone number for that is 877-314-9891. That's 877-314-9891. And that is led by our licensed clinical social worker, Michelle Schaefer. And then we also have um, uh, on our virtual classroom, Mr. Uh, Bill Powell and his assistive tech team. They have, uh, they have a Tuesday and Friday open time where someone can either call in or participate in a Zoom uh, classroom for uh, assistive tech, kind of like uh, uh, just uh, if you have some questions about any kind of assistive tech, that they will be available to do that. And Kurt, we have to, I'm, I don't have the number for that. Do you have the telephone number? Oh, gosh, no, I don't, James. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, I can have that before the end of the podcast. I got it written down here somewhere, but I definitely can okay. get that to our uh, audience here. So, so Kurt, how is it going with the vision where we have one-on-one? Is that currently uh, postponed right now, or is, what's, what's the status with that? Yeah, it was it was interesting, Ray. Um, the very week that uh, we uh, closed down the center uh, was uh, uh, we were supposed to be having a, our most current uh, vision rehab 101 class. We had, uh, I believe, nine individuals in there, and it was a hard phone call to make to them and let them know that we were postponing uh, that class. And it's only a postponement. It's not a suspension. It's not a cancellation. We, we firmly intend to do those sometime in the future once we can do that. Um, and for that particular group of individuals, um, it would be best held, you know, face-to-face -face versus uh, long distance. Uh, a lot of the uh, clients that are in that particular group, um, they do not have the, the technical uh, background or the availability to be able to do a Zoom room. Um, and so uh, ho hopefully we can start those up sooner than uh, later. And um, uh, really looking forward to continuing those in the future. Okay, okay. Now I wanna bring it back to you, James. Uh, how important is it right now for technology to be used to really, I guess, socialize with your loved ones to, you know, stay connected with uh, people. Oh, it's it has been it's been very important in the lives of people who are visually impaired. And when I say technology, it could be it could be just you know a phone call, you know, mm -hmm. calling and and checking in on your loved ones. Um, even as a person who's visually impaired, you know, I encourage all of you to check in on your loved ones, make sure they're yeah. doing okay. And vice versa, you know, you you make sure that you have a support system and, and try to keep a line of communication open where folks are are keeping track of each other. Um, things like uh, the smartphones, they are they're they're making a huge difference in the lives of people who are blind or visually impaired. 
being able to send emails, text, um, those things, just, just being able to stay connected in that regard, podcasts such as this. Uh, FaceTime. FaceTime, there you go. So that's something that we're looking at, too, is, is doing some FaceTime training. So okay. for some of our, our, our clients out there who are in the home, um, which everybody's in the home right now, I guess, but we can do some FaceTime calls if somebody's not able to see on the phone because some people have some pretty good usable vision, but they still struggle in functioning their daily life. So they might be able to see looking at the phone if we're doing something FaceTime. Um, we try to explain something as best as possible verbally, but sometimes it, it really does help if you have someone who can see it. And if they're not if they're not there, then we're asking if there's a support person that's in the house that could could be the person's eyes. I mean, how many times Ray and Kurt, we're all all three of us on this podcast are are blind. How many times have we had to say, hey, can you be my eyes for a minute and then look at this? So often, so you know that's something we'll look at as well. But technology it can it can just certainly level the playing field and, and help us feel connected. And that's something that's very important right now. And also, too, things like Instacart, um, being able to order groceries online through uh, Walmart or Kroger, um, being able to, to, to utilize your smartphone to, to do that or, or your computer, that's huge. Something else we started up is an assistive technology support line, it's assistive technology vision rehab support line. And we have that manned from 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. And we have um, a few of our instructors on, on standby to take those calls if there are questions about how can I use Instacart on my, my iPhone or my smartphone? How can I you know, get my groceries? Or how do I do this on my, my iPhone? Or how do I do this on my computer? Or, or maybe you know, I need some help uh, uh, you know, knowing how to, to manage my medications. So they can ask questions. And, and that telephone number is 317. 216-4664. That's 317-216-4664. And we established that, that hotline right away because we knew that there may be a good number of folks who who will have some questions about how to do some of these things. This is what we've, we've heard on the news, and this is the reality for right now. This is the new normal. And we have to figure out the way as, as people who are blind or visually impaired and just people in general on how we can manage our lives through this this uh, changing environment that we're in. Now, um, Kurt, are we still, uh, either Kurt or James, are we still doing, uh, you know, visits to, well, I know we're not visiting seniors right now, but I know our IRT program is designed to go into people's homes and work with these clients. Is, is that How is that um, looking right now? What do you see that program looking like going forward? Well, um, we, we're, yeah, we've recently obtained a grant that has uh, allowed us to do uh, several different things. And, and Ray, we're just just getting started because the, yes. the grant was just uh, announced uh, two days ago. Um, but we've had some preliminary plans on how to get started. And one of the first tasks that is in front of us is to uh, uh, contact uh, over 1,200 individuals that are in central Indiana um, that we have had past prior contact with. And we're going to be doing a needs assessment, find out, you know, what they need in these times, what special uh, requests that they might have, things that we might be able to do for them. 
Um, are there aids that we could ship to their, to their homes and help them with some uh, uh, remote training? Um, so that process is going on. Um, and James, uh, did you want to talk about the, 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 the care parcels or packages? Um, yeah, we'll, we're also going to look at possibly being able to send out some care packages for people who need those in, in you know, Indianapolis and the surrounding counties. Um, we're looking at if there's a certain adaptive aid that we might be able to help someone with that'll help them with this immediate, um, you know, help them with the immediate uh, difficulties that the COVID virus is presenting to people who are blind or visually impaired, which sometimes food is an issue. Being able to get out to a store and uh, yeah. receive some, some food and just some of your uh, basic basic living needs, is, you know, just for people who are visually impaired, a lot of those folks also were working too. And then they also have lost their jobs or, or their jobs have, you know, have furloughed them. So we, we know that there's a need out there. So we're looking at, at all types of different areas and how we can help folks. And we got this grant that Kurt was talking about. That was through the United Way's uh, Community Economic Relief Fund. United Way has just stepped up so big in this community to help people, uh, you know, help all people in Indiana and surrounding counties, or Indianapolis and surrounding counties, but also to people with disabilities. So that's been wonderful. Our, our partners from the state of Indiana through uh, vocational rehabilitation and the, the senior, uh, the older independent blind grant, they have also told us that, that they support virtual training. So as much of that as we can do, we're going to start working with our seniors, calling them up, seeing if there's, we can ship them with some adaptive aids and doing some some remote work, either telephonically or through, like I said, Zoom or a virtual platform. And we're also going to be doing that with uh, some of our VR clients as well. So, so go ahead. Um, so, so James, um, I'm encouraged. I'm how, how you guys stand busy doing this, uh, you know, downtime or not downtime, but you know, pandemic that we're going through right now. Kurt, I'll, I'll go first. On, yeah, I'll go. I'll go first on that one. First off. Um, <laughs> Ray, as a, as a fun thing for me to do, uh, from day one, um, I've, uh, I have not shaved. Uh, I was so upset that the Major League Baseball schedule was, was done with, and I said, I am not going to shave until baseball starts up again. So I've, <laughs> I've sort of got a, uh, a beard now, somewhere between Rip Van Winkle and uh, ZZ Top going on and uh, every every time my staff gets a look at me they're they're describing it to me and uh, they're they're pretty impressed that an old guy like myself can produce such a, a beard but uh, oh, so wow. that's been fun uh, I also uh, um, you know during the day uh, my wife uh, reports to the hospital where she works so I'm I'm pretty much by myself during the day but uh, I have really liked the last couple of weeks that we've had a couple of warm days and I have uh, gotten myself out uh, across the street. There's a baseball diamond with a, uh, a path that goes around that and it's a quarter, quarter mile to, around that baseball diamond. So I go out there and I'll put in, you know, eight to 12 laps uh, at a time. But just getting the sun on my face, yeah. you know, helps boost my uh, morale. I mean, that's the hardest thing is. But then, you know, talking to my grandkids on FaceTime or something like that, that really helps too. Okay, cool, James. Yeah. So um, during work time, I've been crazy busy just uh, trying to uh, 
prepare for the get the grants together and and um, trying to uh, just seeing how we can help clients in, in need uh, with our funding uh, streams have definitely you know, slowed down. So we've been trying to figure out how we can continue to support everyone as best as possible and and just uh, uh, lots of trainings people have been going through things like that. So, but off of uh, work time, um, I have. Uh, Gosh, he's been playing my guitar, sitting on the back porch whenever the weather is warm enough to do that, and um, spending a little time with my son and my wife. Uh, they, uh, my son, of course, has been, um, you know, his school has uh, has um, closed down for the rest of the year, but they're starting the online training next week. But he's had three weeks for spring break, so just trying to keep up with him and making sure that. He's he's a teenager, so he's wanting to get with his friends, and I'm like, no, 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 you need to <laughs> you need to do that on a virtual format, and <laughs> just trying to help keep him busy with things other to to do other than video games, and so yeah, and uh, it's been okay, you know, just getting used to it, and uh, you know, like talking to my neighbors over the fence, things like that. Okay, is any um I don't know book sharing service apps or Things that you can recommend to people that who who may need something to do during this time. So I know Alexa has been a very good tool. You got a lot of different games on Alexa. You got books. So is there any um, things you can recommend? Yeah, the Echo the Echo Dot is great. Mm-hmm. Like you said, for uh, I mean that could be you know things from podcasts to radio programs, all kinds of things. But um, I, you know the Bard website. And that's something that you know they, you can still download books on your phone if you have a smartphone. Mm-hmm. And you know, once again, we could teach people to do that. Anybody that's interested, if they don't know how to do that, they can call our 317-216-4664 number, and we'll help them with that. Um, we also, by the way, have a, an, an emotional resource support line from eight to four every day, and that number is 317. 317- Seven zero four eight two one six, and someone could call and just talk to a friendly voice. Uh, if you need any resources, anything like that, we can we can help out with that. So uh, that's that's kind of some things. And Bosma Connections, we need to mention this, Kurt. Bosma yeah. Connections is a uh, it's a support line that we have provided. Gosh, we've been doing this now for at least four years, and that's where we host things like uh, an hour of maybe two hours a week of crossword puzzles. So we have a, a, a telephone number that people can call into and participate in a crossword uh, puzzles. Um, they can also do trivial pursuits. We have a, an hour or two of that a week. Um, and educational they have Oh, they have a book club, that's right. So yep. a number of things. So it's uh, make sure that people know that there are resources. So just calling our 888 Five six seven three four two two. That's eight 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 five six rehab number. We'll connect you up with any kind of resources that either recreational or emotional support, or if you need help with with you know really anything at this time, we're going to do our best to help you with it. If we can't help you, we'll get you directed in the right the right place. So please, anytime, call any of those numbers I gave you, folks, and we will do anything we can to help you out during this time. Okay, all right. Well, I definitely, definitely want to thank you guys. And one more thing, I want you to just really, really briefly bring up the Salesforce Administrator Training Program. Could you really talk about that and if anyone wants to sign up uh, for the Salesforce Training Program? Absolutely. 
That is a program that we started a couple years ago, and that's to assist people who are visually impaired. If they have good technology skills, they have an interest in, in working in the field of information technology, you should really call. If you're, in, if you're out there listening, if you have an interest in, in working in the field of information technology, um, call us up. You know, if you have decent computer skills, we can help you have great computer skills. So what we're doing is we're, we've got a 16-week training program where we teach people how to become Salesforce administrators. And these are people that, that work in companies and help those companies manage their database. So Salesforce is the CRM, you know, Customer Relations Management Database System that, gosh, over 150,000 companies out there utilize all around the country, all around the world, actually. Salesforce is a really, really hot item right now. And it's uh, where people manage their data in the cloud. And what we do is we teach people how to become administrators and help folks um, in that, that world of, uh, of Salesforce, help them to kind of manage their data. So if you're interested in that program, we, we Vocational Rehabilitation helps sponsor that. Uh, but also, too, we have some scholarships available. So once again, if you call that 888-56-REHAB number, 888-567-3422, you can get more information about that. And I really encourage you to, to look at that. We're going to try to get another class started in May. Um, yeah. One sec, Kurt. We're going to try to get another class started in May. Uh, if we don't have enough participants um, right now, we do not have enough uh, uh, people for a class. So uh, we may have to push that back a little bit. But if you're interested, let us know. We do free assessments to see if you have the tech skills to do it. So just learn more. Go ahead, Kurt. One thing I wanted to add, James, was that that class is a, a remotely taught class to begin yeah. with. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to add, make sure we added that, too. That is very important. Yeah, so we do all that through a virtual format. So, I mean, we've had we've had people participate in that class, Raymond, from from London, England. Uh, oh, gosh, Michigan, uh, Illinois. So all over the country, anybody can, can participate in that. As long as they're blind or visually impaired or have a disability and they're interested and, and they have the, the capabilities to be successful. All right. Well, I definitely once again want to thank James. Thank you, Kurt, for coming on the podcast. And You're welcome, Ray. Any more information, all of, everything that we talked about today will definitely be on Bob's website. So visit Bob's.org and make sure you subscribe to our social media channels. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Okay, Rick. Take care. Take care.